evening. The Children of the Internet podcast is brought to you by the Smollett Institute of Liar Education, where we specialize in fabrication, falsehood, and overall fraudulence. Now back to the show. Listening to the Children of the Internet podcast. Um, I'm your host Byron. This is Mike, and this is the podcast no one asks for and no one needs. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, what I say, iTunes already, Google Play Music, mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere. I'm glad you stopped saying Podomatic, sir, because clearly in previous episodes you've been wrong. <laughs> All right, um, but also you can find us other places as well. Thanks for the people who have listened thus far and given us five star reviews. Thank you. And the folks that are giving us feedback. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we're going to open up to like new levels this time. Um, you can also send us emails at codypod2977 at gmail.com because codypod at gmail.com was already <laughs> taken. So that's C O T I P O D 2977 at gmail.com. So shoot us an email. But hey, if you don't want to spend the time like typing up an email you always have the opportunity to send us a, a uh, voicemail at 843-410-8531 so I think yeah. you should say it again keep it professional I mean should it they can rewind it this just, is not just, a live broadcast I'm not gonna do just, that just say it again no. just, just say it again for the listeners it's gonna be in the notes like they can fuck oh down in the link yeah uh, what like this isn't they, a live they, show. They can't see you pointing down. Like I don't have to repeat click, the number. Click the link at the bottom of the bottom of the message. I do apologize, listeners. <laughs> I'm slowly but surely teaching Mike that how modern technology works. I mean, how this will be a pre-recorded podcast, and not shit. Yeah. So anything they miss, they can easily rewind it or just check the show notes. Mm. So we appreciate y'all for listening, and um, guess we'll get on to the show. Now let's do that. Yeah. So Mike, nowadays you hear a lot of people talking about having the tea. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I got that tea. Mm-hmm. You know, what does tea really do for you? What do you think about it? I don't know. Um, bullshit. I mean, it gives you diabetes. Like, you get the sweet tea from McDonald's too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of any tea that does anything good for you. Mm. So, here are the Children of the Internet podcast, we ain't got that tea. Mm-mm. We got that coffee. Yes, we do. Shit, it keeps you woke. Yes. Yeah. So, we call this new segment Coffee. That shit that keeps you woke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of our folks recently, or, uh, you know, over the past couple of weeks have kind of been going in on their group me's, uh, you probably seen this message. It's like, Hey, there's a robot in group me, um, that collects all your information, uh, called Zoe.ai. You have to go block it. So it doesn't steal your information. I'm pretty sure you've seen this bike. I mean, I have. If you're in group me at all. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I've, I've seen at least five group me's that I'm in. Yeah. So, um, and of course, people are going and blocking Zoda, yeah, um, because they think that Zoe's stealing their information and that it's a uh, it's a robot that uh, they didn't consent to or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, Zoda, yeah, um, if for most people who don't know, group me is owned by Microsoft, right? So, Zoda, yeah, is like an assist uh ai that you use that you can talk to it and, and it learns from you and talks back and everything right mm. so folks are like yo i don't trust this so i'm gonna block it right mm-hmm. any information you put into group me microsoft already knows it that's what i was already thinking <laughs> yeah so they already have all your information from group me um so zoda ai can't find out anything that's not already in the app so you are kind of consented to giving microsoft your information when you started using their app it's like one of those, uh, when you download an app, they say, hey, terms and conditions. Yeah. Yeah, I read it. <laughs> so you already gave Microsoft <laughs> your information. And uh, did you know that Zoe.ai is actually the successor to a different uh, AI that Microsoft came out with? Do tell. A couple of years prior. So there was one called Tay.ai. It was called like Tay Tweets. Okay. So <laughs> okay. the purpose of Microsoft's AI or the AI bot, however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. The purpose was that it will learn to talk or communicate based off human interaction, right? 
So what better place to debut a AI that learns about how to talk to people um, based on interaction than Twitter? So they added this bot to Twitter and it was called at Tay Tweets. I'm pretty sure it's deleted by, by now. You can't find it. But it's like at Tay Tweets. And within a couple hours, it had already become an anti-Semitic, uh, racist, sexist, um, alt-right AI. Um, it says such gems from, hey, Tay, um, what do you think about... Uh, like terrorist attacks or like the terrorist attacks of nine eleven, uh-huh. and it it responded. It was like um, terrorist attacks in your country are always like threatening. Are you afraid of an attack happening? And someone responded and said, "Hey, is that a threat?" She said, "No, it's a promise." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and it just went on to like tweet all this like racist, anti-Semitic stuff, praising Hitler and. Saying feminists should die, D Ray should be hung, Black Lives Matter, all this stuff. So it learned based off human interaction. Zodai AI works the same, a similar way, but it's it has a stronger filter on like what type, of, like what it learns from it, what it blocks out. Is it a chill filter? Like <laughs> a chill filter? Yeah, it's like nah, maybe I shouldn't say this. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing too much. Watch out. Watch out. You got too much. You got too much dip on your chill. So Zodai AI is a little bit smarter and has like a stronger filter. So Microsoft learned from it and learned not to make it so public as Tay tweets. So. But folks are afraid of Zodai AI. It's like, yo, block it. It's like, what about all the other artificial intelligence you give all your information to? Exactly. Like you got Siri, you got uh, Google that knows where your grandma lives, your bank account information. Like, Doesn't Cortana count for some of that, too? Not nah, Cortana definitely counts. That's on my Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> so that Echo Dot that you talk to That's randomly. Alexa. So, yeah. So Ish. folks aren't afraid of like the actual AIs that are that have all your information. They're afraid of like the group me AI that knows that you're going, going to brunch every Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure somebody was like, just like on Facebook, it's like, just block that invasive Zoda AI on group me. Now I'm headed out of the country for three months. <laughs> yeah. True shit. I don't know. I don't think people realize how much we interface with artificial intelligence. Um, I think people just think artificial intelligence is anything that's labeled as like a robot or artificial intelligence. Pretty much. But, you know, social media is like an artificial intelligence. It is. Break that down, sir. Well, okay, so think about what if from like think about what an artificial intelligence is, right? Mm-hmm. So it's an, it's some sort of like algorithm or some sort of like fake intelligence that mm-hmm. can learn, right? Yeah. So have you ever been tweeting about something and then suddenly post about that type of thing or post something on Facebook about something and then suddenly post about that thing or suddenly pushed into your view? Oh, it's not just the government just watching everything I'm saying? No, oh. it's it's worse. It's Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> 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 You're saying. So that's what I'm saying. It's artificial intelligence. Like if I was an alt-right poster or if I, I was like a Trump uh, supporter, supporter, yeah. you know, Facebook would then push content to me that they think I'd be interested in. Uh-huh. I'm not going to see the Black Lives Matter post or they're going to push things that I may be either anything's going to make me engage with it. Uh-huh. So that's the type of shit that would happen. So, yeah. Does this fall in line with that whole thing we talked about a long time ago off air with the whole tears of social media of like, no, no, not the whole tears of social media. Oh, yeah. Your whole um, argument about was it Facebook versus Twitter? No, it was a tear argument that we had. Where he was like, it's the Facebook is more of a bubble, but Twitter's more. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Because Twitter, as far as I know, Twitter has a way of like pushing content to you, mm-hmm. but not as aggressively as Facebook. Because Facebook tries to keep you in like whatever you current, whatever your current worldviews are. Mm-hmm. Facebook pretty much keeps you inside of that to like indoctrinate you or like you know further affirm your beliefs. Mm-hmm. While Twitter. It's like it's wide open, so you have the opportunity to see opposing points of views and whatnot. So, mm. while Facebook, of course, just keeps everything the same. So, exactly, yeah, man. So that's the crazy shit that I don't know, man. People are just kind of buying into their own shit when it comes to the stuff they send around, like yo, some big secret, exactly, a robot. 
<laughs> Isn't this the same theory that kind of, not necessarily, well, kind of helped Trump win the election, but at the same time, this goes into the whole Russian hack into our social medias that kept pushing all these false narratives yeah. and such. And pretty much was the deciding factor for the, or major deciding factor for the presidency win. Exactly. So that Shit. type of stuff is the stuff you need to be aware of, but it's the stuff you don't really look out for. You're out there looking out for AI, something labeled AI mm-hmm. or something labeled a robot, but but it's already too late. You're not looking out for the person that's labeled like Black Lives Matter Columbia. <laughs> you know that's that's the thing you may need to be looking out for. Is like who is this account ran by? You know where did it start? When did it start? It's yeah. like, hello, fellow black Americans. Let's talk about more things yeah. that uh, make us mad at other Americans. Yeah, and the shit isn't new. There's a, there's so many things that like push a narrative to you mm-hmm. that you're just not aware of, and it just further because it re like it further affirms your beliefs. You just kind of buy into it. Like the Willie Lynch letter is like a great example of it. Mm-hmm. Like people, so many people. Like I know a lot of intelligent folks. That believe the Willie Lynch letter is a real, is a real, real deal. <laughs> I was gonna say what our listeners don't see is me raising my hand because yes, for the longest I know I definitely believe yeah. it too. So I remember the first time I saw it, and I was like, "Damn, and this is fucked up." And well detailed too. You're very detailed. Very detailed. And I was like, "Yo, this is fucked up." And me being a skeptic, I am. Um, I was skeptical because. I have been on the internet so long mm-hmm. that so many things are like fake and falsified. You have to be skeptical immediately. Mm-hmm. But like, that's the glory of the internet is that you can immediately search something. Mm-hmm. A quick Google search will, will confirm or deny anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just searched for Willie Lynch and see what else he did. And why was his letter so important? And what did you find? Absolute dick. There's nothing else about Willie Lynch. Like what he did and he, like him being a famous slave owner. Nothing. It was just... Was a famous slave owner out of Virginia and something like that? Something of that nature. I mean, you can Google, like, what else did Willie Lynch do right now? I'm pretty sure it'll come up with nothing. I'll do it right now. Yeah, go for it, Yeah. So the first thing that comes up is uh, the enduring legacy of the Willie Lynch hoax. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So do we actually... So even the description of the Willie Lynch letter is the Willie Lynch letter is an address uh, uh, purposely delivered by a certain Willie Lynch to an audience on the bank of the James River in Virginia in 1712 regarding controlling slaves within the colony. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you ever find about Willie Lynch. Nothing else. Gotcha. So that's the only record of this person. It's just him and his letter. For some reason, people were like, yo, we got to go listen to this, this Lynch guy. Yeah, man. It sounds like he got these bars out here. Yeah, he got, them, <laughs> he got these slavery bars. But nah, slavery shit. Uh, so it's like the Dr. Umar of racism. Yeah. So I'm not saying you should always be a skeptic. I'm just saying fake shit be happening. That kind of just drives you to believe shit mm. like, you know, somebody. So let's say a certain um, homosexual actor, um, you know, mm-hmm. was uh, reportedly uh, called some slurs, one racial, one gay. Slur. Homophobic, homophobic Thanks. slur. There yeah. you go. Yeah, and um, bleach had been thrown upon him, or some sort of cleaning sidebar. Bleach, like you, you get fucked up, and then somebody just splashes bleach on you, or is it the other way around? I'm, I'm trying to understand the purpose of the bleach, but I'm sorry, I understand that's not the main point of the story. But that yeah. was just weird, like to fuck up somebody and splash bleach on them, throw bleach on them, and then have the noose that you like, just so happen to have. You know, have the noose in your pocket, throw it around his neck. And, you know, as you're leaving, it's like, oh, put your tag on that shit, bro. <laughs> this is MAGA country, boy. <laughs> Out. Then, yeah. <laughs> they did the racist air horns and they were out. They were like, ah, we out. So that's how folks know people will buy into shit like that. So that's why Jesse Smollett got away. Or I can't even say got away because he didn't get away with it. But that's why so many people were ready to believe it because... I mean, we know shit like this happens. Mm-hmm. We we firmly believe that shit like this happens. So if he comes out and it's like, yo, that same shit happened to me, it's like, we're going to believe it off rip. And exactly. whatever, 
but we don't want to have to dig into it because like yeah like shit does happen but of course we've seen that plan clearly backfired like hell hell and he is facing a jail like major jail time like um was it i thought it was just one or three years and of course being because oh uh, no frank has a felony i think frank has a felony no i think um he's facing more jail time because they found some letters that he has hate letters that he has sent to himself (laughs) with um some kind of crushed up medicine and like some kind of crushed up white powder mm-hmm. so that's a federal crime yeah so if you do anything that fucks with the mail yeah you're gonna get some oh, serious oh, time for that or so or a serious fine but use a serious time like uh, so you go out tomorrow like rip up your neighbor's mailbox and see what happens to you yeah, not- yeah so you can't fuck with the mail at all yeah yeah i, def- yeah. I definitely know that was a that's a actual federal offense yeah so yeah. that's what's going on with just smollett like he single-handedly ruined Black History Month, and he's paying for it in the worst possible way. Yeah. Or did he single-handedly ruin Black History Month? I, I mean, I think that's a bit of an extreme, but I mean, he definitely kind of fucked it up for at least 2019. Yeah, it's been a it's been a rough Black History Month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shortest month of the year, and we've had a lot of like fucked up things kind of happen with our with our colored folks. Um, yeah. It kicked off with a. Uh, what one one sir twenty one savage being uh captured by ice. No one saw that coming. Yeah, that bro that I thought it was an onion article. Like yeah. I saw it on it was on the top of Reddit. It was like the top post on Reddit. It was like rapper twenty one savage it has is in ICE's custody after like some sort of stop. He got pulled yeah. over or something like that. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What a funny onion article. So I clicked on it. It was like, nah, this shit is, shit is real. Something very comedic just to watch before you watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, man, who started this dumb shit? Yeah, like, exactly. come on, get the fuck out of here. It's like, nah, this is this is the real thing that's happening with Twitter was average right now. It's yeah. like, Ugh. So that thing got that kind of threw me for a loop right at the beginning of like you know, Black History Month, but at the same time, man, that's like but oh no, yeah. it didn't stop there. Oh hell no, it just kept going. <laughs> we on. got uh, racist, uh, was it high end fashion lines? Um, just showcasing some of the best in black blackface. The best in the best in blackface. I mean, best in blackface coutures. <laughs> best in blackface coutures. What is Gucci had the the Gucci the Gucci menstrual show? Yes, uh, sweater. Yes. So they had that with the black shit and had red lips on it. Um, is it uh, which. Man, I'm not gonna lie. It seems like a pretty fly sweater if it wasn't so racist. Yeah. It's like, yeah. If it just didn't have that color scheme. I, you think it would have played out better for them if it was cheaper? Hell no. Like, what if it was like an $80 sweater versus like an $8,000 no. sweater? It still, still would have been just whack all around. Bro, I feel like if that sweater was $80, you would see somebody wearing it. <laughs> I mean, of course. Yeah. It's like you see somebody wearing it and then they fucking throw bleach on you yeah it was MAGA country and then run off to and the then boom there you have it. run off to the Chicago streets exactly yeah so like that should happen then all those like senators and like democratic and republican like yeah. politicians getting caught up doing blackface back in their college days there's that one guy who did the moonwalk or something like that I guess that was supposed to make it better and know. once again I'm still trying to figure out what's so hard about not doing blackface why are you keep and justifying it, especially when there's a deep history that's that you can easily go on these uh you know these information boxes that you like calling it or yeah, information squares information yeah. squares that you can see, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't go as Mr. T full Mr. T with blackface and the whole nine yeah. I, I guess that's just even though I may love Mr. T or Clubber Lang or what have you yeah, yeah, yeah. so. That evil racism knows no limits. None whatsoever. It has been shining bright over these last couple of years, though. Yeah. But, but keep going. What else is terribly has happened? Uh, let's see. Uh, R. Kelly finally got indicted. So technically, would you count that as a good thing? So I count it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly should be indicted, but mm-hmm. why the fuck did it take this long? And then you have all those. Okay, so one, he got indicted, mm-hmm. and then two, during February, is that when all the uh, documentaries about R. Kelly got released? I thought it happened uh, towards the end of last, well, excuse me, towards the end of uh, January. I want to swear it did. You want to swear? Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> dare I say, did Dream Han- Hampton single-handedly bring him down? Who's Dream Hampton? Tell me about she it. She was the uh, producer of the whole thing, put the whole surviving R. Kelly series together. Yeah, I guess so. I guess the first uh, episode like in January yeah but still you had 
you had folks that were, of course, demonizing him as they should, mm-hmm. um, or condemning him as they should. But you also had folks who like major celebrities that were just letting you the fuck down. Like Erica Badu is coming out defending him. Um, what's Taraji P Henson? Uh, someone else. But you have those people that are like defending him on the uh, kind of like on the backs of, hey, black men get like the. There are black men are always being like basically thrown at the justice just system is mm-hmm. always being thrown at black men in an mm-hmm. unjust way. Mm-hmm. And this is just another form of racism. And this is just another form of black man being mistreated by the justice system and by society. I'm like, just like with anything else in life, there are exceptions. Yeah. Like, they, no, R. This, R. Kelly, no, that nigga yeah. really did that shit. Yeah. Sir. yeah. Niggas are sitting around like, yo, he, he couldn't have done this because he good. <laughs> I, I fucking love stepped in the name of love. Uh, yeah, God, goddamn. Uh, so I gotta support him. I yeah, gotta, exactly. Say, like, nigga, did you hear Fiesta? Fiesta? Or you have the people that are like, yo, like, uh, name one of the white guys from like the Me Too movement that got that uh, Harvey Weinstein. So Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, so Harvey Weinstein's not in jail, but y'all want R. Kelly locked up. It's almost like the sentiment you're trying to express is. Black men should be able to rape too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that ain't what I'm trying to say though. But I'm, I'm but, 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 but I'm saying though, it's fucked saying, up, why man. Would, why would they lock him up and not lock lock, lock the other guy up? Why why they why they want to lock up the black rape guy but not the white rape guy? Exactly. Uh, like, I, why can't just lock all of them up? <laughs> like, why should why is that the hill you want to die on? Where it's like, hey, blacks should be able to commit the same crimes as whites. No, nigga. Shameful. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's you know, well, all, all of our heroes been letting us down. All. But can I counter that, sir, with some positivity? Um, what about during award seasons where the was it the best? Uh, I about to say, was it the song of the year for the Grammys? We got it. Was a uh, childish Gambino one young childish Gambino? Oh, well, for what? This is America. For this is America. Nice. Did, yeah. he, did he accept it, or was he? Was yeah, he one of the ones that didn't pull up. Yeah, he was one of the ones. There you go. See, but, so everything. <laughs> I was everything try- during Black History Month had like I a legit, cloud of. <laughs> I legit was trying, but still, but still, yeah. nonetheless, was it the first hip hop song ever the one ever won that that type of award? Yeah, that's why it was. It was dope. It was dope. Um, and as I'm looking at this, this is award season now. I believe what uh, today is the tonight's the Oscars. Was it Scott? I Scotty Pippen, <laughs> Spike Lee won as uh, it best uh, adapted screenplay for Black Klansman. Ah, Black Klansman was actually yes. dope. You seen it? Not yet. It's on my Amazon yeah. list. Uh, shame on yeah, me, though. Mike, but, I didn't know you was a coon. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. But uh, let's see. Was it Mahershala Ali won now for the best supporting actor for Green Book? Mahershala Ali. You're racist, sir. Have you so? Have you seen the Green Book? Not yet. Yeah, I didn't see it either. We were making jokes about it on our last episode. I've never even seen that movie. But I haven't heard anything good about it because, like, it's so, like I said, everything. Don't you put the all, black cloud on nah, this movie, nah, sir? Nah, fuck that. Don't all that shit it. has like. Don't a, you? It's not a black cloud. It's literally like a white racist cloud. <laughs> <laughs> it has blackface. You know what God I mean? Goddamn. Damn. Because even they, uh, there was a huge controversy around the Green Book where the family of the pianist that they were depicting in the movie mm-hmm. didn't clear most of the shit, and they said it, the movie is not accurate at all as far as his relationship goes with the uh, like the white mobster guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also the dude was like using the N word like just freely out here in the world like the director or whatever. I, I wish I had the quote because they the way they described it it was something of lies but the way they said it was real poetic of how the whole thing well the whole depiction of everything was. I think Jesus and Miro said it. Well, they they reported on it yeah. it's like a, a symphony of lies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, anyway, damn, uh, I want something I do one day to be described as a symphony of lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's major. FOMO, sir. The FOMO Festival. Oh, FOMO Fest is definitely going to be a symphony of lies. Oh, yes. Oh, man. That's going to be the tagline? A symphony of lies? (laughs) Well, no, that's going to be the news headline like the day after the FOMO Festival was supposed to happen. Matter of fact, let it be our house band for a music festival. A symphony Symphony of of lies. Ooh, that's kind of dope. Bars. Damn. But anyway, back to Black Excellence. The uh, Regina King did win uh, Best Supporting Actress for I me. Mean, yeah, Best Supporting Actress and of Bill Street could talk. Oh, nice. Oh shit, no. Wrong. Damn, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put some type hey, of positivity in this. Thank you. Come on, come on. Anything else happen? Like, uh, not that I think of. But okay. let's take that though. Didn't Black Panther win something, or didn't something happen with Black Panther uh, recently? Shit, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah, but we can something. come back to it though. I mean, we could. 
Yeah, we will. Yeah. I'm trying to think anything other black excellence type shit has happened in the past. Over this this terrible, terrible black history. <laughs> Is it safe to say, can we... Can I motion that uh, we actually uh, redact Black History Month 2019? Just act like it didn't happen? It's somebody like in 2020 and somebody's like, hey, what were you doing during February? I'm like, I don't think we had that month. I, I don't want to do that. I just want to be like, hey, can we just get a redo? Let's do it in June. Or do it, let's do it on so, a longer month. Here's what I'm thinking. Matter of fact, let's do it for Juneteenth. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we redact all of Black History Month in lieu of celebrating Black History all year round. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm already doing it. Yeah, so, black history is I just want every, I just want every I want black people to be a monolith and join in with me. Just this one time black people being a monolith? Yes. Just this one time because I don't want yeah, I don't want yeah. to be a monolith on anything else but just, just especially on this. Just just celebrating black excellence and yeah. everything we've brought to the all culture. Your, all your, well, not necessarily the culture, the world. The world. Yeah. Damn there, I say the galaxy because of the uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson saying the whole shit about Pluto not Damn. being a planet but a moon. So, yeah, yeah. that's how so. that's how far the black reach is. Yeah. I love us. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, but no, I love us. I love us. Yeah. yeah. Shout Dope out. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you smell shea butter. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh well, yeah. But man, like you hear so many folks kind of talking about how, like technology. My bad, my fucking stool is rusty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you take that out of context. Like if somebody took that as, <laughs> like it, I have to, I have to edit, I have to put in an edit point for that because if somebody took that out of context and used it as a soundbite. It's like, if you missed the children in the podcast last week, you missed Byron saying, my stool is rusty. No. Yeah. <laughs> I tried that. <laughs> Come back what you were saying. But anyway, um, <laughs> like people all, always uh, kind of, uh, I guess, condemn or, you know, talk down on technology, how it's ripping us apart, mm-hmm. on how it's, 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 we were better before we were better without it not just general technology but like mm-hmm. modern technology like cell phones and social media and you know that type of shit yeah it's like it's just it's just tearing us apart but think about it what did we really do before cell phones before text messages like let's say you know it's the days before text messages and cell phones right mm-hmm. I was like hey Mike meet me for lunch at 12 o'clock where and you didn't know nah, I was like hey Mike meet me at fuck park circle 12 o'clock for lunch right if it's 1208 and you didn't show up I would assume you died that's right I had no way to verify that that's all the way fair yeah you might have just been running late maybe you got caught in traffic I'm like oh shit my friend <laughs> I would have no way to verify your whereabouts if you I, I would just leave and I wouldn't hear from you again until I don't know who knows? Until I got there. Yeah. <laughs> or if I just if I just left, I, who knows when I would hear from you again? Because, mm. you know, what would you do? Stop by a, a fucking payphone and beat me? That would be dope. Yeah, that would be kind of dope. Though. That would be pretty Maybe dope. we should go back to that. Just for out of pure irony? Yeah, or? just out of pure, like, just hipsterness. We're just going to go back to payphones. But it'd be dope payphones. You can, like, FaceTime from them. Mm. Yeah, you can, like, <laughs> go to Imagine they had that shit. It's like for people that I mean that might be on the verge like that might be on the, the next big thing like you're at the airport and it's like and it's like powered by Android powered by Android yeah. and Google Duo comes up exactly yeah. fuck, fuck you uh, iPhone and Apple imagine somebody Google Duoing you or FaceTiming you from uh, jail <laughs> it's like this is a FaceTime from, <laughs> from <laughs> I don't know I can't even think of a prison right now like with Lex Lexington County. Is there a prison in Lexington County? I want to say there is. That's no, so Lexington yeah. County prison. It's like, do you accept? It's like, yeah, I accept. I was going to say the Willie Lynch Correctional Facility. Wow. <laughs> Did Jesse Smollett? Never mind. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even, okay, so even the same way, same way with social media, right? Mm-hmm. Think about how you hear about um, like older folks losing contact with people, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, I haven't seen this person since we were kids, or I haven't seen this person in 30 years, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. We'll never have that problem. Not at all. Yeah, we'll never have that problem. I was on Facebook the other day. There was this, there was a person I knew that didn't have, that never had social media, right? 
And I was like, well, I guess I'll never see them again. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they changed the number. We fell out of contact and they didn't have social media. I was like, I guess I'll never see them again. And then suddenly on my Facebook recommended feed, it was like, hey, you might know this person. It's like, well, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be damned. I do know this person. And I added them and now we're back in contact. But I, I think it sucks when people aren't up on technology. You got to be up on it. Yeah. I, yeah. Because the, the one case that I'm thinking about and forgive me for saying this, I'm definitely referencing older people, our folks, our seniors in our in their twilight years. Um, one in particular for my LB and um, God bless the dead, his grandmother passed. And I think the same person that's over, I think all the funeral arrangements, the funeral director, I think he's the mayor too of the town, small town in South Carolina. Well, your LB is the mayor? No, no. I don't know. I'm talking about the person that's actually in charge of it. I think he, he runs two parts as mayor and I think funeral director, whatever, whatever. But right. yeah, and apparently he's not up on how to work emails. So I guess Damn. The, he, you, of course, you know, when a relative dies, he wants to get the word out to family or friends or what have you. But he doesn't know how to work any of that stuff. So I think at the funeral, not a lot of people might have showed up that well. More people could have, but folks yeah. that just didn't know. And if he had known, he could have sent out like an event, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Like so people get RSVP exactly. at the funeral and brunch. Exactly. Day so party. No, nah, I just uh, I feel bad for situations like that. Yeah. No, nah, it does suck. But you know what though? What? Those are the things that keep people like me <laughs> paid. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. It's, it's folks' lack of information that they don't know things. So it's like, pay me to do it. Yeah. And like people pay and you, I was gonna say, in yeah. those situations, are they paying you for your patience, or are they paying you to teach? No, they're paying me for. They're paying me to actually perform the thing for them. Okay. Like, but I will, I will definitely like, you know, you pay me, I will teach you. But nah, usually like, hey, can you make a Facebook website for me? It's like, hell yeah, I'll make a Facebook website for you. Like, you know, or it's like sometimes simple things like we need to, I don't know. Can you send, send out an invite to folks so they can come to this thing? I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. I don't know, man. And charge like, them like $500 for a five-minute job. Yeah, but that's also <laughs> like where like software solutions come in come into play, mm-hmm. where you can provide software solutions as a service. Yeah. Sass. So, yeah, so anybody out there listening, that's a free idea. Feel free to adopt that. Um, you know, start your own little, you know, entrepreneurial business. Software solutions as a service. Boom. There and give go. it a nice techie name. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're the next billionaire. Nah, you just call your shit like, let's say your name's like Andrea. Andrea Solutions. Andrea Software Solutions. Mm. And all you're doing is just using Google, like the Google Software Suite. <laughs> it's just Google Drive and like Google Sheets and shit. <laughs> I think you just gave away some free game there, sir. I did give away some free game, so yeah. You know, fuck it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow because I need some extra cash. This is what the children of the internet podcast does. We give y'all a free game. We get y'all up on this shit y'all didn't know about. We wake y'all up with this coffee. <laughs> We're not just curators of randomness. We also care about you. We want you to be great. We use the word curate, so you know we know what the fuck we're exactly. talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The word curate is kind of overused. Not yet. <laughs> it hasn't reached the level of the word classic yet or a legend yet, but nah. Creative, creative use is a word that's being overused as well. It is? Creatives, yeah. It's kind of being thrown around. Just, I mean, the only person I've heard say it a lot is Joe Button, but. Yeah. I didn't know it's getting. It's, yeah. it's timeline. It's creators it's, creating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't know his timeline was running out. Yeah. Damn. So it's getting there, man. Get it in now. Yeah. Get it so, in now, please. Yeah. Throw it, keep throwing your uh, your creative meetups. Um, you know, why you still have time? Yeah. Have your little meetups where just a bunch of creatives meet and create. Creating creations of creative nature. Yeah. You know what? We should, uh, like, us as black folks, we should uh, meet up and, and collaborate more. It's the word collaborate. Nah. Is that the word that people were using like a couple of years ago when they meant you do all the work and I just pretty much get paid for it? Pretty much. <laughs> I heard that so much where like someone will post like, Hey y'all just got my website up. I do, you know, I make logos and shit. Time out. Isn't that just pseudo project management? Is it though? It sounds like you just define project management, sir. Mm, kind of, but project management actually involves you managing the product project, not necessarily supervising it. Mm. As a supervisor and a project manager, are two different things. Mm. 
I still are. think. I mean, because true, it, but yeah, I think yeah. it's, it still can be interchangeable. I don't think so. Depending on the circumstance. I don't think so. Uh, I'm gonna disagree and commit. That's that's fair. Yeah. No, but, no conceit. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely disagree. But nah, I mean, I think that's you have folks that are that are the that are actually out here doing the work, and then you have some people that are like, hey, let's collaborate. Let's let's collaborate. I fuck with the vision. Let's mm-hmm. build. Mm-hmm. And this is like old shit. People don't say like let's build anymore. But yo, I fuck with the vision. Let's build. And that really means like, hey, here's a logo I need, or here's a website I really need. I'll pay you an exposure. Mm. But no one knows the conversion rate of exposure to U.S. dollars. Mm. No one can tell you like, you know, is it like three exposures equal like? Like two hundred fifty U.S. dollars. Like what is it? Nobody knows. Nobody can actually give you the value of exposure. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. There, sure. Yeah, there's no way to quantify brand awareness. There you go. Mm. I mean, because that's usually not what the person's doing. They're just oh, yeah, 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 they're just trying to get free work off of you. Pretty much. Yeah, off their brand that doesn't exist. And they're like, yo, I got exposure, bro. Mm. Yeah. So since I said exposure. That actually means we got to pay some bills with some of the people we're giving free exposure to. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually going to let this thing run and um, pay some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, this week's episode of the Children of the Internet podcast is brought to you by the Civil Rights Board Game, where you don't win, you just do a little better each time. Now, back to the show. Hey, and welcome back. So the topic of today is uh, quantifiable goals. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, we didn't. Uh, there's no quantifiable goals. Uh-huh. This podcast is poorly organized and we didn't, not very well thought out. So yeah. we're just gonna keep throwing shit at you until. Want to just do just just terrible transitions? Be like, uh, not using shit like, oh, what's on your heart or type we shit. We should do visual, we should do audio star wipes. What's the, <laughs> what would be an audio star wipe? Like the most cliche. Like, and our next topic is. <laughs> Oh, I, I was thinking sound effect, though, but yes, sure. Oh, yeah. What would sound effect be like? <laughs> Bing. Bing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simple and sweet. Nah. To the point. So, do you think, um, you know, a lot of people talk shit, and I guess that's that's our that's how you know we're going to a new topic when I say, you know, a lot of people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very Trump approach. <laughs> Who sir? are these people? What are they saying? A lot of people are saying it. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny yeah. that. A lot of people are saying. I it. just heard somebody said yesterday. I just heard it. Yeah, yeah people are saying oh, yeah. it. Many people. Yeah, many reputable people are saying it. Yeah, yeah, I heard them. Yeah, but you hear, uh, especially like rappers, like older rappers, talk shit about the new generation of rappers, saying oh, how God. they're soft and they're fake and they're, like, it's just. God, I hate that argument so yeah, much. But the new generation of rappers is like full of real niggas. Mm. Like they're actually rapping about killing people, and then going out and killing people. Actually executing said plan. <laughs> Literally executing. <laughs> like YNW Melly. Mm-hmm. So why you know who YNW Melly is? Honestly, no, I'm I'm not up on my SoundCloud. Rappers. So he um he recently kind of popped because he made a song with Kanye called I think Split Personalities, mm-hmm. a multiple personality, something along those lines, and um. He had a he has another single called Murder on My Mind, which is actually pretty dope. Mm-hmm. If you want to, I can play it for you. Um, uh, spare me, just yeah. no. It's actually a dope song. Like you would you would like it. Okay. Yeah, but it's called Murder on My Mind. It's basically just kind of give you a preface. It's it's about how he mistakenly killed uh, one or two of his best friends. Um, like it was it was a mistake. Basically, I guess the guys like surprised them or something like that. Like caught him by surprise. Maybe he was on drugs at the time. Who knows? But they caught him by surprise. Oh, that's a very fair assumption. But yeah. yeah, and he killed them. Yeah, not only killed them, like he reloaded and shot them some more, and then he staged it as if it was a drive-by that killed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on, on. So is this the song you're still describing, or the actual? Oh no, this is the actual song. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So that's what he says in the song. That's how you kind of get some background what okay. happened. But now he's actually facing the murder trial mm. um, for killing his two two lifelong best friends, like his two friends who have been his friends since when Melly was still Melvin. Mm. Yeah, so it's tough. But I mean, hold I, up, time out. Why does it sound like that one Key and Peele sketch where um, 
Oh, buddy. Did you say sketch? Excuse me. Sketch. Okay. Thank you. But no, this sounds like that one sketch. And where <laughs> was it? He had old buddy uh, sitting in whatever interrogation room, and he had, I guess, whatever murder or crime that he committed playing in the background on whatever tape. And it's like they will keep playing segments of it, but basically detailing the. the I think they were. I think they were actually making fun of Bobby Smurder at that point in time, because <laughs> that's literally what happened with Bobby's murder, though. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so with Bobby's yeah. murder, he, they were his songs were all about the crimes he actually yeah. real life committed. Yeah. So another testament to how real these this new generation of rappers is. Like they yeah. make music Just, about fucking how yeah. they kill people. Because who who would have thought that Bobby Schmurder song was gonna pop? And just go so wildly viral. I think he knew after the fucking. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was just went in the booth and started just rapping about whatever though. But to go to that level of viral, he knew it was going to be that big. I mean, but then he recorded the other songs after it, and those that was after the the whatever the original, original songs go hot nigga. Yeah. yeah. So that was after hot nigga, and he knew like the chopping body song, the karate song. Mm. Yeah, Bobby, bitch, dropping by. Oh yeah, yeah, favorite song. You too. know I don't do yeah, karate. Friday. That's yeah. part of the. That's one of the songs they played when he was in court. Yeah, because he was Damn. talking about like real <laughs> shit. But here's "Murder on My Mind" by Y.N.W. Miller. Just a little snippet of it, I guess. I don't mm. know. Because apparently, you could pay 15 seconds of a song and not get sued for it. Is that a common misconception? Yeah, so <laughs> honestly, I was kind of waiting for the the damning part to uh, come up, but uh, oh, no, nah, it's coming up the next verse. But I didn't want to keep playing it. I got I'm probably you. have to edit this in post yeah. and like take out the the shit we got to pay him for. Yeah, exactly, because uh, we're not paying for his uh, lawyer fees and shit. If yeah, he, if, he, if that nigga did the shit, then nigga did the shit. Yeah, but now nah, um, hold on, hold on, time out. Is it true that, because I think I, I did hear about this, though, but um, I, I know in cases like this, I know I read it somewhere. Didn't his sales go up for this particular song? I mean, that happens every time. Oh. So, like, just like Tay-K is a race. You know, Tay-K is another rapper where he literally made yeah, songs about was, the crimes yeah, he committed. Yeah, it was definitely about that shit. Yeah, so Tay-K, another one of these new school rappers, doing all the shit he's rapping about. So, even some of the unexpected rappers, like uh, uh, Takashi 6 9 mm-hmm. Takashi Snitch 9. Mm. Yeah. But he's he he was actually doing all the stuff he rapped about. Did we learn nothing from the whole uh, Alpo situation? What happened with Alpo? Yeah, the famous uh, street dealer where... Um, but Alpo stitched. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't get as much time as uh, Wayne Perry? Yeah, but people still respect him out here. Respect who? Alpo. But he still snitched though. Yeah, but he still got like respect. So does that whole street culture thing? Does it just evolve? It's not. He... It's not applied evenly across the board. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So people pick and choose on when no snitching rule applies. Okay. Um, for me, it never applies. I'm snitching. Yeah, because kill any of my family members, I'm going directly to the police. Because technically, by street code, aren't we civilians? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we don't we don't so. subscribe to just the oh we gonna handle this ourselves type of. Nah, I think snitching. I, I think no snitching thing is like if you see something, don't say nothing. Mm. Like, oh, you just a snitching ass person. Yeah, gotcha. You know, you're just telling on people, even though you were actually involved in said situation, but you're just going. I mean, even if you're not involved, in oh, situation. So yeah, no snitching was like a thing that was applied everywhere, even if you, even for folks that weren't involved. Mm. Because what would happen is if you, you know, they found out you was telling, mm-hmm. you know. They hit you with them YNW melodies, bro. So that'll do it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like these young rappers are like, there's something to fear. Yeah. Mm. Like I wonder how like a, a fucking beef with them would go. Like, if you're beefing one of these young rappers, like, did he just like literally just come straight to your house and kill you? <laughs> like, it sounds like is it. that what happens? And then rap about it in detail. You don't really hear nothing about like old rappers that like, because they were, were about that. Because they knew better. Is it because they knew better, or they were just like faking the funk? Possibly. Well, what old rapper did we find out that was actually faking the funk? I mean, 
Do you really think Jay-Z lost those 90 bricks? I'm going to say yes. Because, mm. I mean, I'm a whole fan. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. But he got it all back, though. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I believe everything that, you know. So the situation that happened in, was it the second verse of 99 Problems didn't happen? I don't know. But what about, like, NWA? Like, one of the original gangster groups? Like we had a whole movie about them not doing the shit they said they were doing. I thought Easy was definitely doing the shit. Yeah, Easy was selling drugs, but Easy wasn't like blowing people's heads off. That's yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, maybe all these rappers are just fake. Well, they were, none of them were rapping what? about shit they actually did. They were well, rapping about shit other people did. I'm trying to think, and trying to paint a picture for the uh, for the audience, almost like a movie or a book. While the young rappers. They're taking it in. It's like, yo, I'm just rapping about the shit I actually do because it's the only thing I know. Mm. Like, take a like, you look at his background. He was heavily involved in the streets. Like, mm-hmm. his pretty much, he was pretty much destined to be in the streets. His parents weren't even disappointed when he got locked up. It was like, and then going to earn his stripes. Yeah, yeah he was working hard at it. So yeah, and Takashi Six Nine, he like his whole life was in the streets. Like, he lost his dad and picked on at school. Grew up in a rough neighborhood. Mm. I mean, and then uh, Bobby Smurder. It's just, it's just a product of his environment, it's just a unfortunately. Of environment, just a murder. I mean, not even a murder, just a, a criminal. So exactly, because yeah. that Rico shit is real. Yeah, that Rico shit is real. Yeah, and Meek Mill went to jail. Um, not recently, but he went to jail for shit he was actually doing, popping willies in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Let's go back to the whole uh, Rico thing. Like, I think was it by definition, even if you're either. Is it you're associated with said personal organization you can get roped in or like what's the whole thing on yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's just like, like it's it's basically guilty by association. Like the hands on one is the hands of all. So it's they really and I'm not I'm just honestly just going off the top of my head here. But uh Rico is basically how they the laws they concoct to take down the mafia. Mm-hmm. So, because what would happen is like you would take down individual people in the mafia, and then other people would just rise up and take their spot. Mm-hmm. But if you like hit them with a RICO charge, you can be like, "Yo, you're associated with this man's, and he's doing crime, so all y'all going to jail." So then nobody could rise up in their place because all of them in jail. So they couldn't. It basically like put them on freeze while mm-hmm. everybody was locked up. Gotcha. gotcha. So RICO charges, like um, I think you saw like a RICO charge in. Um, uh, God, not nah, Goodfellas. Yeah, remember Goodfellas when uh when Ray Liotta snitched and mm-hmm. knocked everybody off and mm-hmm. everybody got locked up. Rico, because that was like right after the, the the heist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rico got everybody knocked off. No, not the heist. He just it was had all those drugs. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah selling were, the drugs and they, and Paulie told him not to do it, but he yeah. did it. And they, yeah, and gotcha. they they were gonna kill him. So oh, yeah. that's all why right. he snitched. He's like, yeah. <sighs> so there you go. That's a tough one. Yeah. Stay in school, stay in school, kids. Stay in school, kids. Please, yeah. Just stay in school. I don't know why I can't talk to that. I don't know, man. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of school, transition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the um, maybe that's how we should start doing our transitions. Like when transitioning clothes, we should do it like a no, like the needle drop. Not taking um, needle drop shit. Nah, we should definitely do it. I'm not taking needle yeah. drop shit. Maybe Shut we should start open up our podcast like that. It's Anthony Podcast Tano here. Okay, no, no. <laughs> With another Children of the Internet 45 minute rant. Without pausing, no edits. Yeah. Just so, straight talking. So, off the top of your head, some of your favorite YouTube channels? Um, Guys Bicep, um, Watch Mojo. I uh, mean, but give some, like, give some background about it. So, oh, yeah, um, so. huge gamer. Uh, love. Watching actual other gamers play games, so guys bicep is just one of the not necessarily mainstream guys, but he's just he's a character. Uh, dare I say he likes uh, to incorporate the whole Italian Guido New Yorker vibe into the reviews that he does. A lot of cussing though, but immature yes, but funny hell yes. Um, watch Mojo. Um, definitely a fan of going down my uh, YouTube rabbit holes of just watching random countdown videos of whatever. Um, of course, uh, Vlad TV. Of all of uh, the uh, rappers, uh, 
comedians, actors, or what have you. Um, was it street legends that he interviews? Definitely good content there. Well, depending on your definition of good time, good content. Um, let's see who else. Man, really put me on the spot. Then I got to go figure out who else I'm following. I said off the top of your head. Oh, no, nah, don't don't look at it. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, that's oh, all you think of. Oh, okay, yeah, but nah. I mean, I think folks like aren't aware of some of the stuff. So like some of the stuff we're talking about, some folks may want to get into it. And it's like, oh, how do I get into some of the shit y'all are referencing? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about needle dropping Anthony Fantana. You know? And honestly, I don't think you should. Like, you no. know, but... <laughs> it's free, it's free <laughs> pub for them. Yeah, but no, nah, I, I mean, I'll fuck with Anthony Fantana. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. There's, there's a lot of cool YouTube channels you can check out. You know, Cody Co. Price of the Night. Shameless plug. <laughs> 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 uh, what is like? Much Dank. Uh, what is like Gamer X? Mm-hmm. What culture? Uh, how do I forget yeah, about what culture? Forget about what? Was it what culture gaming? What culture comics? Uh, yeah, but it's all what culture. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and it's also first we feast. Ah, first we feast. Okay, yeah. yeah, and it's always the Bo- Bodega Boys. So like, Can't follow them. Definitely yeah. got to fuck with the Bodega Boys. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you been in uh, in new video games lately? Um, because I know like there was a few things that came out. And I think you copped them. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, definitely Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Granted, it was a little short, hmm. but I definitely enjoyed it. Legit jump scares in that. Of course, played um back and forth with it as far as the was it the story A, story B, however you yeah. want to describe it timelines. I remember for the first for Resident Evil Two, like for the original like the PlayStation version, it was like two different discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was one, I thought that was like one of the first games I ever played. Or maybe it was Metal Gear Solid. But anyway, it's like one of the first games yeah, I ever played that had like two discs where you can like choose the stories. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's uh, the the facelift that it got was well done, well polished. Um, everything from sound, graphics, environment, uh, gameplay mechanics, uh, fighting mechanics. It's beautifully done. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to Resident Evil 3 Remake whenever that does come. So is Resident Evil 2 Remake, is it more reminiscent of like... Uh, of course, I know it's nothing like um, Resident Evil Seven, mm-hmm. but is it more reminiscent of like Resident Evil like Zero or Resident Evil Four? Um, like you know, Resident it, Evil Four is the one we are out over the shoulder on the, on the island, yeah, over yeah, the shoulder yeah. Gameplay. Uh, so yeah, I would say more so Resident Evil Four. Gotcha. So yeah. it isn't like that classic Resident Evil Two no, gameplay with no. the bad camera angles, no, and no fixed okay. cameras and yeah, whatever. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> that was the absolute worst. It because was, but you still appreciated it. No, nah, but the worst part about it is that the camera, the controls would switch based on the point of view you were yeah. looking at. So if you were walking forward and then the camera view switched to where it was now facing behind you, yeah, you would can, now be walking backwards. Yeah, up and turned down and whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, so really understandable. Terrible controls, terrible ca- camera angles back then, but still a revolutionary game. Yeah, absolutely, revolutionary absolutely. game. So but yeah, everything's been modernized. It's like I said, beautifully done. Yeah. So I, I, I won't say necessarily it's definitely a contender for game of the year, but oh, it, it's 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 game. worth a mention. I think I, I thought. I feel like Resident Evil 2 Remake is more of a fan service. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think people that weren't in Resident Evil were going to, like, get into this game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think they just started releasing uh, a lot of their DLC. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't played with it yet. What, what, could, the, what could the DLC possibly be? Um, if you see different characters, well, either new or just a refresh of characters in the story. Like, um, I know they did one where the, uh, uh, if you remember from early in the original one, remember the guy in the gun store? Yeah, yeah. They actually, there's a, there, yeah, there's, oh, a, there's a story about him. Damn. So, and like, does it end really early if you just let him die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the credits roll, like, like as soon as the game starts, exactly. or you play the game all the way up to that point, and, and then as soon as like uh, what Jill, not Jill, not Jill, uh, Claire, Claire, and uh, Leon, Leon, as soon as they come into the gun store. You're like, uh-huh. Uh, nah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give you any spoilers for it, yeah, though. But, but yeah. then he dies immediately. And yeah. Looks but, cool. um, I know they have, um, what's my guy's name? Hunk doing um, his survival uh, mercenary mode. Yeah. And, of course, they brought back the uh, the tofu. Tofu. The fighting tofu. Which um, I never I never knew existed until, I think, years after like I played the game. It's like user egg, though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but no, then, um, then the new Resident Evil also features uh, uh, my guy that I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
the Mr. X. Yeah. Like I said, there was a lot of there was some good jump scares that came out of yeah. that. So that's it was a it's yeah. a, it, the new thing that they implemented was the whole footsteps where let's say if um I'm in the main hall and of course this is after you meet him and you got away from him. I'm in the main hall with the classic music playing too. That's a nice feature that they added. And let's say I'm fighting whatever zombie. As soon as you start letting your gun go off, yeah, you start hearing those footsteps get louder and louder as he approaches you. Yeah. And attempting, as he attempts to give you a nice uh, Debo yeah. size I uh, to a whole, whole review on it, but yeah, uh, I mean, nah, it was, it was no. cool though. But yeah, what else you were like? Why else? Um, I started with uh, Metro Exodus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't I know you got that. I was, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's different. Uh, but um, I mean, granted, I yeah. haven't played any. You haven't played any. I've never Metro played games. any of the, the previous Metro stuff. I've been meaning to actually do my research yeah. on it, but I was like, from everything I've been seeing ever since uh, E3 last year, I was like, well, it looks interesting, so I'm gonna give it yeah. a shot. So, so Metro Exodus, like, I've, from what I've seen, I haven't copied it. Um, but it says it's actually a huge uh, step beyond the old Metro games because mm-hmm. the cool part about the Metro games, of course, it's set in Russia. Mm-hmm. So with it, um, it's like set in like this alternate timeline, futuristic Russia where humans are like basically ran underground and like mutants and all kind of like uh, paranormal shit is like taking over the surface. So when you go on the surface, like it's, it's, it's basically a war zone. Mm-hmm. But when you're underground, like for the most part, you're kind of safe. It's kind of like your safe haven where you can like trade armors and mm-hmm. like rest and whatnot. Um, and like your your currency was bullets because bullets was like the most mm-hmm. like the the hardest like one of the rarest things commodity yeah i guess it was a commodity. There we go. bullets were a commodity they weren't rare but they were a commodity mm-hmm. so you would trade bullets in order to yeah but gotcha. the, you know the dope part about that is like you all shoot bullets so yeah <laughs> so exactly. yeah nah, it's, it was a cool game um so i'm glad you kind of like that yeah yeah. yeah yeah so i've been playing uh apex legends Oh god, the much talked about Apex Legends. Apex Legends is actually a really dope game. Um, you know, have you ever played Titanfall before? Yes. Titanfall was one of the most slept on. Titanfall and Titanfall two, the absolutely most, two most slept on first person shooters. Um, just gameplay wise, um, multiplayer wise, completely slept on. Um, introduced like some of the most revolutionary game mechanics. Um, just seen with, of course, the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, which the Titans aren't necessarily reflected in um, Apex Legends, but mm-hmm. just your ability to run up walls, grapple hook, mm-hmm. all this, all these like revolutionary things. Um, gunplay was great, like having like special abilities for your characters, mm-hmm. stuff like that's amazing. So Apex Legends is like this huge, like almost amalgamation of like Fortnite and PUBG and Titanfall and Overwatch. Well, hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm and using the right word. Is this another battle royale game? It is a battle royale gotcha. game. And I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with battle royale games. They're, they're fun as fuck. Like they are extremely fun. Like they're. I mean, if that's the swag of uh, excuse me, if that's the trend of the industry, then that's the trend of the industry. I mean, not even. It's not fun just because it's a trend. It's fun because it's fun. Like that, mm. people keep fucking with battle royale games because it's a fun thing to do. It's like, it's a huge like step forward, I believe, for like shooter games. Mm-hmm. You know, because every shooter usually just has what capture flag, mm-hmm. no. team deathmatch, deathmatch. What else? King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. So domination, gun, gun game. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that. It's like you know, it's a huge step forward and a huge break from the norm mm-hmm. that you normally see with shooters so so apex legends 100 percent recommend it. it's free it's free it's one of those free to play games mm-hmm. um of course you can spend money and get like the upgraded costumes and whatnot mm-hmm. but it's all cosmetic you know so it's a great game yeah i've been playing that and uh oh you're not uh pretty much forced to go the whole loot box route i mean they have like these little boxes so whatever i think they call like apex crates or boxes or something like that mm-hmm. but like you unlock them as you play mm. um so as you level up you unlock these boxes and then you can use those to like get new shit oh you don't want to drop 200 excuse me 20 to 200 dollars just for some uh stuff if you want to mike but i mean i'm good have to. yeah i just i'll just play for the fun of it yeah man so that stuff's dope man so i'm definitely I've definitely been super into that. Um, and then still playing Red Dead, like doing, finding some like the remaining secrets and whatnot. Um, yeah, you're better than me on that one. Yeah. Uh, granted, no, let me, excuse me, let me preface that better. I thoroughly enjoy the game. Yeah. And I, I think 
for a solid two weeks after I completed the story mission. Yeah. I did everything that I could do, everything from was it finding the clansmen, um, getting all the legendary animals, um, what else? Um, exploring all the areas to the west of the map, uh, yeah. catching all those towns. And um, of course, I haven't found out who where Gavin is. Yeah, I don't think any of us. We're will. still we're all in the search for Gavin. Yeah, check out Trippy Commentary. <laughs> but nah, I mean, yeah. I think the dope part. So me, the type of gamer I am, I if I don't find it on my natural playthrough, mm-hmm. usually I don't fuck with it until I like beat the game and then try to go back and get it. So right now I'm doing all the legendary animal legendary animals. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the. Um, like the first thing I did after I beat the game, I did the uh, the legendary shootest quest. I'm Even though that. most people did that at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. when they got it, I was like, Nah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it at the end because mm-hmm. I I didn't do it during my natural playthrough, mm-hmm. so it wasn't ne- it wasn't necessary to progress the story. I'm going back and getting talisman. I didn't do any of that during. That I didn't story. either. I because yeah. I never knew that you had to go back um, for all of the what, what were they calling them? That the it's like not bootleggers though, but um, you found there was one in the uh, the trading post, the Van Horn trading post, and there's one. Are you talking about the fence? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, yeah I didn't know that. I thought the fencing was only just for like the carts and everything. The nah, horse carriages. Nah, I didn't know. All kind yeah, of fences, yeah, I didn't know you can go back and get sell all that yeah. other stuff off. So, and I just found out the talisman they weren't as necessary to be the game as. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. Nah, nah, so. Nah, nah, nah. I'm like fuck it, I don't need them, so I just play the game through. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'm a more meticulous player. Like after I beat the game and I do all like the hunting and finding all like the Easter eggs and the <laughs> secrets and whatnot. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, still playing Forza Horizon. Um, yeah, Forza Horizon Four. Like I'm fucking amazing game. Like one, of the, like, literally like one of the best racing games I've ever played in like of all time. Like of matter of fact. I think the one game when I'm bored with either, I think, well, especially when I got done with Spider-Man and uh, Red Dead and kind of between the whole uh, Metro Exodus was Sonic Mania. Even though I was late, to, I was late to the party on that one, but yeah, I, I thoroughly... Yeah. It was definitely the love letter to all the fans as far as anybody who... Anybody that has played Sonic and has been a fan of Sonic ever since day one, this is the game that you want. This matter of fact, this is the game that us as Sonic fans wanted. I mean, I mean, depending on how you feel on Sonic Adventure one yeah. and two and everything else that kind of came yeah. after Sonic that. Sonic Adventure one was dope. Sonic yeah. Adventure two was eh. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, it's 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 the side scroller that we wanted to play, and it has it updated. Hold on, I mean, before I'm talking about the update as far as the soundtrack, um, I think it's different stages pays different homages to anything between Sonic one, two, and three CD and Sonic and Knuckles, and it's beautifully done. The music has been updated, especially on the second stages, and I have definitely fell in love with the did remake. They take away, did they take away the uh, Michael Jackson tracks? Yeah, they definitely took away the yeah. Michael Jackson tracks. Okay. But um, unless Michael Jackson did the original production for Lava Reef, no, because Lava Reef was on Sonic nah, and Knuckles. Um, he did the. Um, yeah, he did everything on Sonic three. Yeah, he did yeah. the production for. Um, he did everything on Sonic Three. Well, not everything on. I know he had his hand in Sonic Three. I said. I like know that. it's like that. Um, what is it like the gambling level, like the Las Vegas type city type level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like he did the production. On yeah, that. you can hear it because it sounds like other stuff he's. Exactly. exactly. He didn't want to put his name on it because uh, he didn't like the fact that you had to compress the sound in order for it to be on the cartridge. Oh, right. I thought he was just taking the Prince approach, where he was like. No, I just want to contribute to it. You don't even got to put my name on nah, it. No, nah, Like the same way like he did for the uh, Simpsons episode mm-hmm. where he was uh, playing the guy in the mental hospital that's claimed that to be Mike Jackson, but it was just like this big yeah. 400 pound, six, six yeah. foot nine dude. Nah, that was more of a, that was more of a like, okay, yeah, I want to do this, but I don't want anybody to notice me. But yeah. when it was Sonic, he was like, yo, I, I did this, but it doesn't sound how I wanted to sound because gotcha. the, you know, the compressed sound. Or gotcha. But or no, eight bit, eight bit sound. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, say all that to say beautifully done and marketed beautifully. Cause it was like, yeah, uh, we're going to, we're going to give you all of this for $20. And they stay very consistent with that. So yeah. I encourage you, any you and the rest of our listeners, especially our gamers to go pick that up if they haven't already. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, man. So, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Like, this is episode two. You know, episode du, deuce. Do what? That's what, not, what's that? That's, that's not, not a number. That's not. That's sorry. The fuck? I'm sorry. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Dose. There we go. <laughs> but we appreciate y'all tuning in. This is the Children of the Internet podcast, the podcast nobody asks for. 
nobody needs. Nobody's nobody's been asking about. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mm-hmm. been. No. It's been missing for a couple of weeks. Nobody's been looking for it. Your parents didn't force you to listen to this. No. no. If this is the kind of podcast you the old folks used to warn me about, I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm in real big trouble. If that's the case, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yeah, but um, you know, we're gonna play you out with these funky ass tunes. Make sure again you follow us. Um, you can find us anywhere on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, mm. Spotify, Google Play Music, um, your favorite podcasting app. If you're an Android user, you can find us on your favorite podcasting app. Again, you know. Leave us an email. Like, shoot us an email if you want to, you know, if you see, if you fuck with the vision, you want to build, you want to stay low and build with us. Or yeah, yeah. give us a fucking phone call at 843-410-8531. Leave us a voicemail. We'll listen to it on our uh, episode review show. And also, go to iTunes. Leave us five-star reviews. We really appreciate it. If you liked it and you want to continue hearing stuff like this, give us some five-star reviews so we know how much you like us. Please. And then when we do a review show... We'll read it on the air. We'll mention you. Yeah. yeah so no, no, that's always dope. A lot of stock in that. Again, I'm Byron. This is Mike. And this is the Children of the Internet Podcast. Bye bye. Game over. We should we should also just play like a game over. Who had the best game like, over? Uh, uh like Snake. 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 <laughs> or um I'm trying to think of who had a cool game over. Like, Matter of fact, I was going to say uh, Final Fight, but of course, it was more visual than actual. Sega Rally used to have. Sega Rally and Sega Rally 2 had a good uh, uh, game over. Because it was literally like, game over, yeah! <laughs> it's like, why are you so excited my game is over? <laughs> yeah. But all right, peace out. <laughs>